And there's the header from Cavani. Oh, that was all too easy. Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. Getting forward into the area for the first time. The cross and the goal. The show that brings the ins and the outs of the beautiful game to African fans by passionate African voices. Ball Gecko, get in the game. What it do? Welcome to the Ball Gecko Podcast. It's the Wednesday edition and today we're going to be talking about the Super Eagles. That's what we're going to be focusing on today. We're going to be looking at the team. Who missed out on the team? Who should have been in the team? The players that we're looking forward to watching as well. And um, before that, we'll also take a look at what happened in the UEFA Women's Champions League yesterday. And with me to do all of this plenty waka Jidechi. Yeah. Jidechi Yes. Hi, JJ. You're in higher spirits than yesterday. Uh, Are you feeling better now? I feel a bit better, yeah. A bit? Yeah. Ah, not. Voila. Not. Uh, uh, somebody was asking me what's my fitness level now. You know when a player has gone on injury mm, and, and then he uh, comes returning back. from injury. Uh, the player doesn't return uh, with 100% fitness. No, it doesn't work that way. So I'm actually returning with like 80% fitness. Yeah, that's good enough for yeah. us. So I yesterday mean, I was like, see, you know when FPL is telling you um, 75% yellow, chances right, 75% of, chance of play. Yeah, so yesterday I was at, see, 90% chances of play. <laughs> <laughs> no, not 90. 90% chances of, of not, not playing. playing. Wow. So, but today, yeah, we are we are doing 80% chances of playing. Yeah. Ah, that's good. That's good. So, welcome to the show. Um, the Women's Champions League happened yesterday. We saw Barcelona Femini against Arsenal. Yeah, Barcelona Femini against Arsenal. When I saw the result, first thing that struck me was, what? Arsenal is a good side. So, you would have expected them to lo- um, lose that much. Uh, 4-1, that was the scoreline. But then again, when you think about it, I mean, Barcelona Femini are right now the biggest thing in Europe mm. once you talk about women's football. And it was also wonderful to see um, Nigeria's assistant Toshola assisting. In fact, the first goal was a shot by her and uh, then a and rebound, rebound by Mariano. By Mariano yeah. And the second one, she actually assisted. The third goal was a goal she scored. Usually, normal style assistant beating the defender. So yeah, beautiful game um, by Barcelona. And um, they've started the Champions League quite well. Would be wonderful to see if this women can actually defend their title. Because again. right now, there is nobody that stands a chance um, stopping these ladies. And most likely, uh, we would be seeing this once retained. Although there has been a little change on the team. We don't know how it's going to pan out for them. That yeah. managerial changes. Managerial uh, changes. We might see them. Let's, let's, let's not say struggle due to that. Because I mean, they are still showing... Um, the form they showed last season. So it's mm. not like anything really has changed in the team. So, but yeah, it would be wonderful to see the kind of challenges they come up against this season. But I do expect them to actually do well, just like they did last season. And I mean, if the a team that would have, um, or that will challenge them for that is Lyon. They won uh, against BK Hacken. Yeah, I mean... By three goals to nil, a standard Lyon win. I mean, they are that good. You would even expect that Lyon would have scored more against mm. Hacken yesterday. And um, Bayern and Benfica split even 1-1. And it's, it's interesting to see that Bayern Munich and Benfica are in the same groups for both the men's and women's Champions League. <laughs> also interesting to see um, Bayern women are kind of on the rise. I mean, some years ago, you would not really say this was one of the best sides in Europe. We'll be thinking Wolfsburg about, in Germany. Yeah, you'll be talking about Wolfsburg in Germany. Uh, so it's actually wonderful to see Bayern women coming up to... 
what we know Bayern meant to be once you're talking about European football. Uh, yeah, pretty wonderful of them. And although yesterday was a um, draw against uh, Benfica, I expect better from them going on. Yeah, and uh, the final game that was played yesterday, Hoffenheim against HB Koga. 5-0 drubbing of HB. Well, there are the small sides and there are the big sides. The small sides will forever remain the small sides. Wow. That's what it is. Wow. Yeah. That's so harsh. I mean, this is Hoffenheim. It's not like Hoffenheim men might not be one of the best sides mm. in men's football, but Hoffenheim women, one of the strongest sides in um the German women's the German um women's, women's league. Bundesliga, yeah. Yeah. So you would expect them. I mean, this is a side we are talking about the Champions League here. A side in the Champions League is not a small team. So what are you telling me? This is a side that if they give these girls uh I mean, have you literally had HB um, Koge before? I guess that's so most harsh. likely not. That's so harsh. This is coming from you who yesterday you were talking about how we should respect Liechtenstein and Gibraltar. Yes, I'm and not saying now. we should not respect them. I'm just saying they would be a small side is that they're a small side. So if they are being dropped, if they are being mugged, if they are being trampled upon by a big side it's what the big sides do so yeah wow so harsh all right guys um of course you'd hear more about this on tomorrow's episode the female focus episode where we're going to look more intently at the champions league when all the games would have been played hello everybody what's going on it's your boy shia aka sukri papito and you're listening to the bulk gecko podcast enjoy now moving on um Super Eagles were playing against. I say we're because Super I mean, Eagles. Yeah, the Super Eagles. Super Eagles. Yeah, that's that's <laughs> who they are. Why are you repeating it again and again? That's what they are. They are the Super Eagles. Yes. And they're playing against Cape Verde. Not, not Super Eagles. <laughs> not say it like you are. You know, 1990s generation. No, not 1990s. Wow. 1990s are you not gener- the 1990s? It's our generation. Baby. I mean, I'm talking about the 1970s generation. Yeah. That's harsh. If you are once again. All of you that Jidechi keeps offending on the podcast. Uh, we are talking Ask about we are talking the... about if they would be able to do well against Central Africa Republic. What are you trying to no, say? No, you mentioned that mentioned this is what? how the nineteen no, seventies no. generation behave. <laughs> <laughs> so if there's anybody that was born in nineteen seventies listening to the show, IK Lion Kunle. Ah, wow. If you need Jidechi's address or number, just let me know, please. Well, I'm glad you have my old number. So it's not <laughs> like you can give them my current number. So um, the Nigerian football team are playing against Cape Verde tomorrow. And um, looking at the squad that was called up. Central African Republic, actually. Sorry, Cape Central Af- African Republic, sorry. Uh, doubleheader tomorrow and Sunday as well. Yeah. Now looking at the squad that was called up for this, it looks incredibly imbalanced, doesn't it? Well, uh, I don't know what's going on right now. Usually my problem with um, Genotro when he mm-hmm. makes up call-ups like this is the fact that we would most likely still see regular players in the starting eleven. Mm. So I don't know what all the formality is about. Well, I mean, this time we have um, quite a few changes. Some due to injuries, some due to some things that I, do, I, I cannot really explain. But we've called up only three central midfielders. That's Joe Aribo, Frank Onyeka, and Bonke Innocent. Well, um, how how do you think we're going to play? Like, what kind of formation does this... I mean, I know we've seen Gunnar Rod do several things with the team. 
We've seen the three at the backs. We've seen the four at the backs. We've seen two in the middle, three in the middle, depending on, depending on who is or was available. But now that we have only three central midfielders, what's what is the plan? Um, I, well, the plan is what only Galatron knows right now. <laughs> Trust me, I, I don't know the plan. I don't know um, what to expect. But if there's anything I would be expecting, it's the fact that you're not going to use a midfielder as a defender. It's one mm. thing that is certain. But might, so they, use, if he's might having, they use defenders as, as midfielders? You have only... you have How many defenders do you have? They have that's, quite a few defenders. That's, this what, is, that's uh, what I'm saying. So, um, I think one of our problems right now... Do I say it's a problem? Well, it's something that really uh, is a challenge for um, Genotro because we, we get to see... Lots and lots of attacking players exactly. um, perform across um, their clubs in Europe. Mm. And it's something that really affects the uh, managerial choices of the coach. When he's speaking, he tends to see these are players that would feature in the team anymore. So rather than playing defenders or midfielders out of place, I feel it's more of the attackers that would be played out of place. Expect a midfield with more attacking-minded... So well, not like more attacking-minded uh, players. In the midfield, someone like uh, maybe Kielichi, Hinacho playing as an attacking midfielder. An attacking midfielder, midfielder that kind of thing. So mm. that's the kind of thing I'm expecting. That way, uh, we might get to see balance in the team. And uh, I don't know Genotro to be someone for experiments. So... I'm not expecting so much. I feel if it's going to be attackers in the midfield, it's definitely going to be um, players who are experienced in the team to feature in the attacking part of the midfield. And then, of course, the attackers feature in the attack. Okay, you also mentioned that um, Nigeria right now, we're blessed with a lot of attacking players. Um, And even looking at the players who were not called up, is there anyone in particular that you would say, oh... I think we should have called up this person in place of someone else. Um, I, so far so good. Looking at the team, I can't really say there are so much changes. Um, oh, maybe save for the likes of Ebwe, who I'd have loved to mm. see. I mean, Ebwe came back um, in our previous qualifier qualifying game. Yeah. Um, I'd have loved to see him back in the team once again. Zaidu Sanusi as Zaidu well. Zaidu Sanusi as well. Um, there is nothing that seems, yeah, and that's Didi because is, um, of his injury. His injury, yeah. Yeah, of his injury uh, same as Etebo, who uh, for now cannot really be said what was the reason why the coach left him out of the team. And this then also, I think um, Shea Ajayi, since uh, West Brom went down, he hasn't really featured for nah, the, the uh, Premier. Is he, is he really someone you would say is so good, so wonderful to be in the team? I mean, he's not a bad player to have the experience. We have called up players from um, the England second division in previous uh, in previous teams for the Super Eagles. So the fact that they got relegated doesn't really count against him in that sense, does it? Well, I, 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 I really because if if we can have someone like Sheikh Abdullah who is playing in Cyprus, then why not have um, Semi Ajayi? Well, I, I, I don't know right that. And I mean, even let, let me know. Like, I'm um, not, I'm not really a fan of Ajayi. Let's just put it oh, down there. Oh wow, I'm not really. A fan. I don't think he's he's like the best well, I mean, of the best I to be he, in our defense. He's someone who his versatility would have been useful. 
especially in a team like this that um doesn't have as many defensive midfield options as Gennard Rowe probably like because apart from playing in central defense yeah, Semi-Ajay can also play as a DM well um Semi-Ajay so I think that is a bit of a surprising one for me but I, I get that I don't like him that, that in fact let's just leave it at that I'm not really a fan of him because I'm not seeing a reason why I should be defending somebody I don't really um, fancy mm. his playing styles so but uh, also, I think a, a surprise doesn't doesn't really fit with um, what the Super Eagles need no it might but I'm seeing I don't think this is yeah better defenders mm. we can find better defenders yeah. I've watched okay. Semi play for um, I'm West Brom that was yeah. last season yeah and uh, to be very yeah, honest, no, I've fun. watched him play for the Super Eagles mm. too. To be very honest, uh, not really a fan. Let me just leave it at that. Also, um, Anayo Iwala. Well, I think... Was that a surprise? Not really. I mean, when after Anayo moved to Tunisia, mm. uh, it was pretty much expected that you something think he like lost, this... He lost the factor of him being the, the Nigerian... The token. The home based, the home based, yes. I mean, making moves like that. In fact, I think moving to Tunisia for Anayo was mm. just a no no. It's good he did, but um, we've seen a player as good as uh, what's his name, Junior Ajayi, who yeah. plays for um, Ali. Junior is a wonderful player, but we've not seen much of him in the Supreme. So, I mean, in previous times, we've had um players that we've called up from CS Faction, we had players that we've called up from Alali, we had players like... How um, many times were they used? Under Gennot Raw. Okay, maybe not under Gennot Raw. That's the point. But should it Genot be, should is, it, should it be it, so? It's like... Should it be I, so? Because I, I, mean, I don't know how I'm going to put it mm. now, but let's just put it this way. Gennot Raw is a racist in food, a football... Ah. Not not racist, the literal term of it. Ah. A football racist. Wait, like, no, wait, league-wise. No. no, hold on, hold on. We, can, we cannot use that statement. Okay. How, <laughs> what other words do I use that will, make him, that will make it seem a bit more subtle now? Do that I say... doesn't regard the African leagues as good enough? Yes. That is what mm. I mean, literally. Um, that's why we can see players from Cyprus... Mm. In the team, we can see players from Ali, who are a li- club literal who best is team in better Africa. than this is the best. Okay, where well, you could say they are the literal best, best team in Africa. Yeah. There's no so argument about it. You can't see a player from that kind of league. You can't mm. see players from the South African league mm-hmm. in the team, and that's why I would say that he is what I mean, he apart is from, in terms of, of course, football. Um, Daniel Akwe. Please Daniel Akpeyi was because Daniel was already he already he had already a stronghold in, in the, the team. In the team of course. So, and have you seen Daniel Akpeyi in recent times? Well, I mean, he was called up, but it's unlikely that he's going to play as he, usual. He, we've not seen him in recent times, so it still brings us back to what I'm saying mm. about him not being. Uh, maybe you could say it's age too, but I mean, he's just 35. Genotra has been in this team since five years, mm. uh, for five years now. And so it means even when he was 30, at that point, Genotra was not really using him. So, so that's think, just think the way it's something I see that it really. should be. It should be this way because these teams that we're talking about, it's not like they are the low brows of the African leagues. These are the top leagues in Africa, regularly competing for the Champions League. And we have players there who maybe deserve to, to be playing for the Super Eagles. Do you think it's something that Gennot Rush should be looking at intently to to 
bring more of these type of players into the team? Well, I think at this point, I'm one of those people who don't fight Genotro anymore. Once it comes to player selection, he's made what he wants over years. He's the coach. I'm not the coach. He has said, this is the type of players I always prefer. Mm. And that's why, trust me, I'm not the one who would advocate for Genotro calling up home-based players anymore because I just know it's a lost battle. I know these are players that he is not really interested in having in the team. Let's be very honest. He does some of the things he does because of what the um, pressure the Nigerian media puts on Mm -hmm. him or maybe um, a request from the NFF for him to have one or two players in the team. Aside that... as a point of notice, have... um, Home based players always in the in the we've seen home team. we've seen good home based players. So I'm I'm of the school of thought that we have good players in not but of the school good? of thought. We have good players in the league. How good though? I mean, we, we literally had Anaya Iwala. Mm. Um we had Genotro begged to um bring in Anayo Iwala and he brought in Anayo. And the moment Anayo came in, we started seeing more of him. Nobody told him that this guy was good enough. I mean, if that's not a testament of he's only if that's not a testament of things. He's only played always three when games. always when the conversation about home base comes in. I love mm-hmm. to travel back to the time of Stephen Keshi where we had home base players in the league, and you see this home base because they are doing so well. We but at, at, the, at the time leave. as well, as, at the time as well, the Nigerian league was actually producing results on the continent as well compared to what you have now. 2013, how many people can you say we are producing continents and um, um, results on the continents? I'd have to check that. But Exactly. Exactly. It's because, definitely because more than first, what it is right at now. At first thinking, you can't even remember if anybody was because nobody really was at oh, the no, time. People were. The league is not... Because at the at the time when um, the likes of... They were... Like I was... Um, I, I was uh, speaking about this, I think, some days ago or something and i remember that there were three people called up from inigo rangers there's a reason why these three people were in the same team because this team was the team that was doing well at the time yeah they were but doing... can we can we really point to one team in the premier league and say oh look at this team they have a lot of talents they are doing so well that it makes no sense that nobody at all from this particular team is in the is in the super ego squad Ayimba. Really, Anayo came from Ayimba. Mm-hmm. Would you say Ayimba, um, based on what they've done in the last two years, uh, they've dropped? Would you? I you wouldn't say not. they've dropped, but exactly. I don't think that. So at look a, at look. They're still if, not at if, a level if, where you, if would you say are. If you are confused about where to get players from, then just go to Ayimba. That makes it easier for you. Why? Because it makes work easier for you. How, they have good players make, who are performing in the team. So why not? If that's your challenge, your challenge is um, there's no way I can look at um, look out for good players in the league. Then just go to the team where um, they've been performing. Like you said, Rangers were performing at the time, and that's why maybe they had three players at the time. Then you go to Aimba. If that's your challenge, it's not difficult. I mean, it's the not issue, that hard. The issue now is that are they really performing? Really? Where was this really before? They are really performing. I mean. They might have missed the league title last season. They finished as third position. Mm. Last season, the season before that, they were the league champions. So what are we talking about? But when it came to the continent, we saw Imba. They went the farthest of all the Nigerian teams. And still they got their... You, you're saying they went the farthest like they went when you, really when you far. Use, when you use the Rangers example, the mm. Rangers need to go far. Did they really... Any Rangers, did they need to go really, really far for them to have 
had three players in the league um in the national team at the point well i mean they still didn't get walloped in the continent the way that Aimba did Aimba didn't get walloped they got knocked out didn't they lose four nil away to um these people that came to their town and were making terrible videos about their roads that was how many seasons ago no that was this season that was this year was that this year yeah and then when you even watch the games and then you see the kind of errors that they made to concede these goals and then you then look at it and say well you're forgetting that this same season you're talking about mm. was the season that Anna Iwala was in the national team of course because so there what, was so where a, what exactly is your argument at this point the fact that because if they are getting if they are getting knocked out of the continental competitions mm. at that point mm. where they are having a player in the team what's stopping them from having a player in the team now that things are not that bad because if you look at the story of Anna um Anayo, you can, as you already said, there was already pressure on Genotro to have him in the team. And he was also an exceptional talent. Can, apart from Anayo, who has had that kind of hype in the Premier League, in the Nigerian Premier League well, after the, him? The league is on break right now. Even we, before we, the, even we before, are going to be having good players being talked about very soon. So even before the league was on break. And I mean, why would he then be calling then players from a league Then you should be looking at Aqua United. Maybe not mm. watch Aqua United. Aqua United were a beauty to watch. Simple as that. Mm, all right. Although they got, they have gotten knocked out of the champions. No, no, uh, no. But... You shouldn't have mentioned it. <laughs> You're not serious. <laughs> uh, so we didn't see players like um, Henry Yekuru once again. I mean, like you said, I think uh, it's a I don't dead know what, conversation. I don't know what's going on with Henry's career at this point, really. I think the whole Turkish thing is just... I don't know. I feel Henry is better than Turkey. I've always felt he's better than Turkey. Mm. But every time he looks like when he's having a breakout... It just, to go it, just form, it just fumbles and I don't know. So if it's showing in the national team, I don't think it's a bad thing, really. I feel Henry it's be- is, should be better than... I mean, Henry should... For me, Henry was on the same par, if not better than Osime mm. right now. So right now, I, es- I would have expected that Henry Onyekuru should have been that other big name we are talking about, like Osime and Ihan Henry Onyekuru should have been that other big name. And it's, and then, I mean, it's if, actually if, sad. If we would say that um, Henry Onyekuru is struggling, but Terry Murphy is not. And he also didn't get called up to the, to the national. Hi, my name is Elozenam and you're listening to the Balkago Podcast. Yet again, a reason why the head coach of the national team is the head coach of the national team. Mm. He only knows why he didn't bring in Terry Murphy. Um, I cannot tell the reason why i mean murphy has been a beauty in um france so far for his team Lorraine. so i don't know i don't know i don't know i really i cannot defend this one and but then also it's why i would just say um the coach of national it's team the coach, coach that um knows best also of course um simeon wako had an amazing season last season with croton yeah simi has always been that player that marvels so well um, and I mean the last time the last side, time that he did come to the to the um Super Eagles, he was able to make an impact, wasn't he? An impact. That's the thing. But I have watched Simi for 90 mm. minutes. And um not the best of games. Trust but me. But that's the that's the isn't that the not way the that a of lot games. of isn't that the way that a lot of strikers are? They don't I mean you watch someone like Icardi, Icardi can have 10 touches in 90 minutes. But you know that when you need a striker to be in the box, Ikadi is going to be there. And that's the problem. You, When you're having that kind of player, um, you now compare him to other strikers who 
those 10 touches they will make would be 10 touches of beauty 10 touches that will create things 10 touches but that the, could bring day, up to two or three goals 10 touches no, that if it's not them that is scoring it's another person that they are helping out the idea is that that's the this, challenge this, the idea is that um simi wanko is more of a traditional fox in the box someone that doesn't get involved in play much but if someone that is in the box that often is getting 10 touches then he'll be getting goals i mean that's that's literally what he did with croton aside like Croton in the Serie A and he was able no, to I get... No, I think you're missing what I'm saying. What I'm saying is having your 10 touches is not bad. Being that fox in the box is not bad. But the thing is, at this point, the coach will ask himself, between you and this other guy, who would I rather go with? Mm-hmm. And I think Simi is at a level where he is not able to challenge for a shirt with other strikers in the team. I mean, when we take a look at the players in Nigeria's squad mm-hmm. right now, and um, you're looking at an Alex Iwobi, that's the attackers right now, mm-hmm. and Alex Iwobi, uh, Mikelechi Hanacho, Moses Simon. We will get back to that. <laughs> uh, Moses Simon, um, Paul Onoacho, Osime, Kalu, Chidera mm-hmm. Eduke, who plays for CSK in Moscow, and of course, Alem Ahmed Musa. And you ask yourself, really, if... Onwachu was to be substituted for the traditional central forwards in this team. Um, when you're talking about you central Wan- forwards in you this mean team, Simi Wanko. Um, Simi Wanko actually. Um, if he was to be substituted for like an uh, uh, a Victor Osime, who is a traditional mm-hmm. central striker, um, a Paul Onwachu, uh, who else is a central striker in this team? Samuel Carlos sometimes, but not really. He's more not of really a, more, of more of a winger, winger but course. also. Um, plays as a central forward sometimes when they need be. If it comes down to that, can um, Simi really bench these other players? So why have him in the team? Here's the thing. One, I think he should be able to at least challenge Paul Onoachu for a place. And two, these other players Onoachu is really hotter than Simi right now. Like in terms of his body or what? Hotter in terms of returns. Where? Goals. Where, Where? In their club sides. You mean for Genk and for Salernitana? Yes. Okay. And you consider the kind of teams they are playing for? Yes, you you really should. And because kind... if someone is producing this much results at a club like, or let's just reference last season at a club like Croton, who he scored almost fifty percent of their goals, was among the top scorers in the Serie A as well. It, it can't just be discounted that easily because. Okay, we say that these players, these other players, the likes of Kelechi, the likes of Victor, the likes of Samuel Kalu, they are players who can move around a lot. But these players would have a lot of touches. They might try to create things, but can they guarantee the type of efficiency that someone like Simi Wanko can guarantee? And then you also consider age too. And, and, and I mean, are we really talking about age when we have... Okay, it's fine. I won't say anything before they say that I came for somebody that I was not supposed to come for. Well, it's fine. Who do you um, want? Who do you no, want no, 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 it's fine. No, no. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Right now, who do you want? Emmanuel Dennis Watford. Yeah, I, I started the season really well, but I think he's he's being left out right now based on form. It's not like he's well, I mean, in the he's, best he's of He started the season well, but yeah. he somewhat dropped off. Of course, that's the point. I'm. I think at this point, if Dennis was in the team, it mm. would have had people saying things like it's because he's in the Premier League. Mm. I mean, it's not like Alexi Wobi is having the best of times at Everton. 
but because um, Iwobi is one of our key players in the national team. I mean, every time he comes, people, like, like you said yesterday, uh, he might not play all the games for Everton, but, but whenever he comes to the national team. So there are players like that that have already cemented their place. So mm. the manager understands that even if I want to let this player off, it's going to cause a little bit of controversy for me and yeah. I don't want that. And that's why you see the likes of Ahmed Musa in the team. You see the likes of... Um, uh, sometimes Ekelechi Yanachor, those times he was not in good form. So, of course, um, speaking about Ahmed Musa, like you mentioned, players in the team who... Do you think this is something where um, we're just trying to get him over the 100 cap mark? Uh, to be very honest, it's not. It's not. Uh, some people see it as that, but I don't really see it as such. I think the players actually need that presence that's leadership presence in the team yes you might talk about the likes of um daniel Abeyu, who is 35 uh leo balogu who is 33 then true kong and uh shiru abdullah who are both inmates with ahmed musa to be very honest these young guys need all the experience they need and who mm. is more experienced in that team than ahmed musa that's the way I see it. I, for the longest. Yeah, so you need some of those things sometimes. It tells when a team is playing without experience. Mm. You can't play with experience if you don't have those who are experienced um, to lead you. Think about Ajax and you see players like Huntelaar still in the side. There's a reason those kind of players are still yeah, like in the side. Blind, do you want to do away with... Um, the, exactly. So do you want to do away with that kind of player just because you feel um, but those, this player then is then not again, performing those players, at the highest Those players are still performing at at good enough levels for those teams. Is Ahmed Musa not performing at an okay level? No. Okay? No. So you think it's bad, bad, bad? Yeah. Well, I don't think so. Alright guys, thank you so much for listening to the Ball Gecko podcast. You know where to find us. It's www.ballgecko.com and also on Instagram. Search for Ball Gecko. Same thing on Twitter. Same thing on Facebook. Same thing on YouTube and TikTok as well. It's been great. Ayola, Looking forward to yeah. Ayola, what's your yeah? prediction for this game? That's not your business. What's your See prediction? You no, no, tomorrow. no. Ayola, what's your prediction for Producer, this game? Producer, please cut Wait, the recording. What is your prediction for this game? Ayola, you cannot come and be asking me every time what my prediction mm. for games are. We are going to end this show on this note. Okay. Ayola, what are you predicting for Super Eagles and Central Africa Republic well, tomorrow? Well, hopefully... The Super Eagles maybe should be able to beat Central Africa Republic. So, in other words, Ayola say you should bet with your life. That's why I said maybe. That's your business. <laughs> Buy a gun, possibly, if they, if they Bye, lose. Guys. It's for Ayola. That was Bo Gecko Podcast. For more content, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and YouTube at Bo Gecko. Also, check out our website at www.bogecko.com.